<laughs> Tell him about the Twinkie. What about the Twinkie? Who is your daddy and what does he do? I know nothing. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Go ahead, make my day. This is the Brian Suits Show. Sun 70 KPTH Brian Suits here. Good morning, everybody. Along with uh, producer Greg, it's your Wednesday and a whole lot of stuff to uh, get to. Uh, we we are being forced to go back to January 6th, uh, but uh, we will. It's just, we we all we all have to have a talk and uh, and stuff. Uh, we'll we'll get that underway right after this. Also, why why aren't the Gen Z women going crazy in the streets about the abortion thing? Hmm. Uh, that and uh, more. By the way, we'll check your text early pass at uh, checking your text at 800 465 uh, back in a second. You're listening to a Brian Suit Show replay on AM 770 KTTH. AM 770 KTTH, Brian Suit Show. Of course, you got a, got a little fender bender there at the uh, Launch 67 on the 512. You got you to go downhill. And, and there's a, a bit of a rain on, you know, going out. So you got to you bang them on the curb, get some, get some rusty. Wait. Get them rusty. There you go. Get get some rusty. Was there uh, rain down your way, or did it end at the Pierce County line, producer Greg? Welcome. I had some rain on the way into the studio this morning. Yeah, it was free car wash. And I, for one, don't mind it. I know a lot of people are going back into depression because we had a string of a couple days there. It was just glorious outside. Too hot. Overcast is my jam, and I don't care whether that's June or the month of November. I embrace it. I, I lean for, into it. Everyone, welcome our new insect overlords, and we'll get to a whole bunch of things. Uh, so many things. Uh, the, 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 the I, I heard an interesting theory yesterday. So, uh, having been just exactly, I have very few things in common with Kamala Harris, but I have this in common. My mother was a woman. Her mother was a woman. It's time we started dwelling on the things that unite us. Her mother was a, a Scottish Angus cow. <laughs> and uh, my neighbor, you ever seen, you know, the Scottish cows? They're a little smaller, but they have the long horns, but they're hippies. They're hairy. Yeah, and they got their the funny accents. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They wear kilts. And my neighbor has one of those. And actually, he's a redhead. <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's like the most Scottish cow ever. But talking to a friend of mine, and about uh, uh, life and career progression. I'm, I'm giving her advice about whether to leave TV and get back in radio and all this. And uh, and and uh, her, her frustration was that her bosses are these older women. They're these m- millennial and boomer women that just don't get why her generation, who happen to be production assistants in th- their field, are not more upset about overturning Roe v. Wade, and they're and they're using this and what's I I don't get this because I'm not a person of menstruation. Um, I'm from my mother was a person of menstruation. I was married to one of those. Uh, I worked very closely with one of those. My my daughter is a person of menstruation, and uh, but I'm not one. So I I'm uh, so producer Greg and I have learned several things. <laughs> don't lecture women on breastfeeding, um and uh, and and stuff, and so. <clears throat> And, and so she was talking about her bosses as if they were 90 years old. And I went, well, because her bosses are saying, 
Uh, yeah, well, back alley abort. We're going to return. We're going to return to the days of back alley abortions and women going to ERs with coat hangers <laughs> stuck and, you know, and all this. And their younger underlings are saying, uh, we're not that upset because I don't know if you know this, but there's a pill. Mm-hmm. You miss two periods, take a pill. You don't you don't ring a bell in the town square. You don't dong. I took the day after pill or you know the abortion pill or whatever. You know, you go to the pharmacy, you order it. Um, right now, man, this is so prevalent that you don't even notice it. You know who notices it is Planned Parenthood. Um, the people crossing their doorstep has plummeted since the introduction of the abortion pill. Because you don't have to walk through a line of protesters sitting there throwing blood and Bibles at you. or <laughs> I don't even know if that goes on anymore. Uh, you go to a CVS and you walk out and you go home and you don't call a friend and you you you, you don't you know you, you don't need to be hugged or or anything it's just so prevalent and it's so prevalent right now <clears throat> and and it's so out of sort of the the observation of millennial you know women in their 40s and 50s who are running the the outrage movement the um, uh, you know big outrage uh, or or the abortion industrial complex that they just don't have visibility on this they they just don't know that this has been sort of a sea change and that banning abortion and, oh, they're going to be, uh, you know, kicking doors and black helicopters and fast-roping FDH and they're going to be arresting doctors, oh, and all this. Um, that's a, really not how it's done anymore. And that's part of the reason why you're kind of seeing a collective meh from millennial women, women below 35, women who effectively went to college with that. It's such a big deal right now. There's such a rush on on the pill uh, in red states right now that and here that uh, they're putting a, a limit on how many you can leave with uh, because you if your sister is in uh, I don't I don't know Oklahoma you're you're gonna overnight her you're gonna FedEx her. The abortion pill. In fact, you're, you because since you bought five hundred yesterday, um, uh, you're going to set up a business or, or something. So it's just it really it's really interesting to me. Um, as a, 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 what did uh, Hillary call Clarence Thomas yesterday? Something along the lines of bitter and perpetual oh, no, she, grievance. Oh no, it was a person something. of something. Oh, a person of grievance. Yes, a person. Since I'm not a person of uterus. You know, I, I, this is not on my radar, and but I'm a person of radar. But I, I hadn't even thought of that because I'm I'm part of the patriarchy of the talk radio patriarchy. Um, but, uh, but what you see on TV, even here in Seattle, okay, a couple hundred people got together and rhymed things with "Hey, hey, ho, ho," and "Get your hands off my uterus" and whatever. Well, <laughs> but then it kind of it went away because it requires the energy of people in their 20s. Mm. And, and they're all like, what do you, what do you mean, coat hanger? <laughs> what's what's a back alley? What? I, uh, I think your point here is well taken. And it's one of the reasons this issue might not be as big of a galvanizing thing come the midterms. And what's funny is the talking heads that you see 
um, you know, that, that will play from MSNBC or CNN. They're from a generation where you, if you were 19, mm-hmm. when, when a 40 year old was 19, they did have to go to a clinic for an abortion. But things have changed but today's in 50 19 years. Year olds, they don't <laughs> know where the, the clinic is. They know where the CVS is. They know where the Walgreens is. And, and uh, yeah. And and so it's really it's frustrating to them because it's like a it's like finding out eight tracks don't exist, you know, or something like that. And you're uh, you you want young people to get upset about the fact that eight tracks don't exist anymore, but they're just not that upset about it. And you well, know, and one of the things this the, moment the way, has 50, revealed, you know, what this week was the 50th anniversary of the Walkman. Was it? Yes. Do you still have yours? No. <laughs> but uh, cassettes are retro cool now with the kids. You know how turntables were retro cool a couple of years ago? Yeah. Even though I was pointing out to, to my my person of inspiration when when she bought hers that the point is that the needle goes in the record and then it goes through vacuum tubes. <laughs> and that's how you get that big fat sound. It, if it comes out of a U, if you then plug it USB into your computer, you're just getting an MP3. Yeah, anyway, go ahead. Oh, I was just making the point that this has been a revealing moment for me because I've been astonished at just how many Americans don't know how the government works, <laughs> what the three branches of government do, or what the law actually says. So many people after Roe v. Wade was overturned, believed abortion was just going to be illegal across the board. And I think they're slowly yeah. finding out, wait, what's the law in my state? And yeah, some red states in the middle uh, have more restrictions than, than the blue states. But there's been kind of an awakening of, oh, and a bit of an eye roll in some parts of the country because it's not going to make that big of an impact. There are exceptions. But for example, in uh, Yunkin State and in DeSantis State, uh, the abortion law is still going to be about 15 weeks. And those governors are not pushing for more restrictions uh, than that. No. And part of it is because they've been told by younger advisors. Uh, not a thing. I have an idea for possibly the greatest troll of stupid young Democrats and their money anyway. I just, I'm not sure it's legal, though. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, I'll run it by all of ye when we come back. Amazon 70, KTTH. So let me run this by you. Amazon 70 KTTH Brian Suits here. I am announcing my candidacy to run against Clarence Thomas in 2022. You can donate to... I can't think of a I better way. I think you have way. a real chance. I, I can't. Because it doesn't say you have to be a lawyer in Article 3 of the United States Constitution. I've read the first paragraph of Article 3, really haven't gone past it, but... But, um, you know, I've had it up to here with this Clarence Thomas, and I'm going to run against him. But I need your help. And I can't think of a better way to separate money from from, from dumb Democrats than that. And I I almost want to. I mean, I'm I'm announcing I'm going to troll Democrats. OK, so you so you all are in on the joke. That's what's going on. I might I have a couple different Twitter feeds. I might relabel one of them. Today, but I just I want to know if I do a GoFundMe or something j- j- just to see how much money I can raise as uh, the, the person who's going to defeat Clarence Thomas in 2022 when he runs for re-election. Um, <clears throat> I, I I don't know. Am, uh, am I fraudulently taking people's money if 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 they should know 
that I'm not running capitalizing on people's ignorance. I don't know if that's illegal. Has that ever been illegal in America? <laughs> yeah, that's the American way. P- wasn't P.T. P- Barnum was a was a senator also, wasn't he? I, I have to Google it. Uh, I, I'll I, I'll look it up. But but um, AOC was on Colbert last night, Brian. I don't know. She, if she caught did she any announce of this. her candidacy? She didn't announce her candidacy. <laughs> against but she did try to give a master class in American civics. Unfortunately, and tell me if I'm insensitive in my characterization of this. To me, she sounds like a high school sophomore. Who just realized how the three branches of government yeah. work? Let, let, let me warm up with some uh, with a Kamala gem. You know, it's one thing when you know something's going to happen; it's another thing when it actually happens. So you're telling me that she sounds less than articulate in the issues and in, in what you're. I about mean, to play. she gets some things right in her description here, but just sometimes Trump would speak and you would go, it sounds like he just realized what that means. And now he's repeating it to the press. Yeah. The similar thing holds true for AOC. When we have the framing of, you know, the, the framing of our government, the presidency, Congress, the president, Congress and the Supreme court are supposed to be three co-equal branches, co-equal, none with supremacy over the other. And when any one of those branches overreaches its authority it is the responsibility of the other two to check the overreach of of that of that authority the supreme court has engaged in the overreaching of its authority in denying the human and civil rights of any pregnant person or person that could become pregnant in the United States of America. They have engaged in overreach, and it is the responsibility of the president and Congress to put the Supreme Court in check because they have delegitimized Once once again, proving that if you say something emphatically in the voice of a 12-year-old, people will applaud. But she's actually making the conservative case for overturning Roe v. Wade because that has been the argument uh, from the right for 50 years, which is that decision in 1973 was the court overreaching, was uh, seven out of nine justices becoming super legislators. By the way, every, every single one of them, a white male. Oh, all part male. of the patriarchy, of course. Yeah, no, it's 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 insane that if you parse what she's saying and 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 you sit there and you say, so let me get this straight. Let me make this clear. Um, you're saying that the Supreme Court sending this issue back to the fifty states for people to for legislatures to decide and people to vote for the legislators that's somehow overreach. Um, exactly. Sending it back to the legislative to the to, to the Article Two branch of government in the states is somehow overreach. And if you if you said that to her, her her big doughy eyes would roll around. Um, but she did say pregnant people. Good for her. Person, person, you don't, don't want to gender anyone specifically here. Yeah, can you get can you get that at the what would she say? Women and and people of what did she say? Oh, where was it? Um, Women and civil rights at the very of end. any. Pregnant person or person that could become pregnant. Meanwhile, the rest of her party has rediscovered the W word. Everything is woman, woman, woman. Woman. Not with AOC, though. Yeah. Birthing pregnant person or person who could could become pregnant. Beuterined. I'm I'm not be befetist. (laughs) I'm incapable of being befetist. The other thing I thought about yesterday... I really want a way to troll Democrats was I wanted 
you know, really liberal, reedy, you know, man bun beta male Democrats to proclaim their truth that that sent that they could have a baby. And if they could get pregnant, they would have it aborted and show solidarity with uh, persons of pregnancy. And I just don't know how to go about it. But I want to get all these TikTok young men going. I okay. I was I was born not a person of pregnancy of the pregnant and but I could be. I identify as that, and I identify as one that could be pregnant and but got an abortion or something. I think I think defeat Clarence Thomas twenty twenty two is is better though. I did see that uh, Christopher Rufo posted a clip from a new Disney uh, TV show. You know that movie. Uh, Oh, what was it called with Baymax in it? Who's like a, a robot? Yeah, but there's a new TV series with Baymax in it, and there's a the scene. big in, inflatable robot. Yeah, big who, inflatable yeah, yeah, robot. Yeah, pretty good movie. Pretty it good is actually show. a really good movie. But there's a scene in the new TV show that Disney Plus is releasing where Baymax is in a grocery store, and he's. Ta- I'm not joking. You can look it up uh, online. the cl- The clip has leaked. And they're talking about periods and what tampons to buy. And a guy comes up and says, here are the tampons that I use. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. This is a real clip from Disney+. Plus. You going to uh, be first in line to watch the show? Yeah, well, don't get trampled in the rush. <laughs> I, I, will, uh, I will be uh, first in line. You're listening to a Brian Suit Show replay on AM seven seventy KTTH. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Brian Suits here with producer Greg. Well, let's get right to celebrity opinion. Let's go to Billy Joe. The oh, I'm sorry, Billy Joel, legendary crooner Billy Joel, uh, live at Wembley. <laughs> America, I'm renouncing my citizenship. I'm Oh, that is Billy Joe. Yeah, Billy Joel would never renounce his citizenship while on a stage in Wembley. Only a comment that just oozes with bravery. And oh courage. my God! Um, uh, yeah, I. By the way, I put. I really put the time in on this one, and, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll prove it right here. Let's. This is, he's actually talking about the reversal of Roe versus Wade. On oh. uh, <laughs> America. I'm Stance. Maybe he should move to uh, Western Europe where they have more restrictive abortion. Laws. Yeah, maybe try try Poland out. Yeah, I love that he flew there on a Gulfstream 650. And I don't know if this idiot. And so, uh, yeah, uh, you know, when you're free, it says in your passport right there on page four. In mine, anyway. I don't know what the new editions say, but but. You can go to a U.S. embassy and you can renounce your citizenship. So don't get do trampled it, in the rush. Do oh it, my God. Do it. The list of. So why is it always people on the left? Why is it. They're usually Alec Baldwin. When, it, when he's not busy murdering his director of photography, he's oh, no. renouncing his citizenship or something. Now the lead singer of, of uh, Green Day. And by, by the way, this is so scripted. 
Because, okay, he's in London in front of people who will pay for Green Day. And then, and he's, and, and uh, of course, the guy's a multi-hundred millionaire. Uh, he's, a, he's a great example of spot genius. You know, as a, as a musician, Green Day's phenomenal. Phenomenal! They've I, got I one good it. album. Dookie was no, a the, great the, album, great songs. Yeah, but the rest of their catalog, but come just, on, just play. Just they're a great band. Just play, but that's not why you go. Um, you go because Billy Joe might drop an f bomb, and there's no more low hanging fruit um in in the world and i i say this as a world traveler in uniform and out of uniform there's there's no quicker way to chat up a bird um in in that part of the world than to denounce the united states it's it's the easiest line in a pub to drop and that's effectively what he's doing because he stands there after he says that miserable excuse for a blank blank blanking beep 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 beeping country you mean the one that got you rich? The one the one that is the reason you're flying over here in an executive jet? Yes, that one. Oh, okay. If he wants to renounce his U.S. citizenship, let me be the first to say your terms are acceptable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's talking to an audience of people, three quarters of which would gladly trade their passports for his. But anyway... But that's not why he, he, you know, he reads the room of, uh, well, I have to drop some F-bombs. So luckily we were spared his brave, brave abortion story. That's it. I was having a, I tried to just relax on Friday, producer Greg. By the way, how was your weekend? It was a really great weekend. We stayed cool for the most part, although bad news with the new window AC unit that I bought a month ago and was so excited to use. Yeah. Takes up too many amps and kept on Black, shorting yeah, our electrical circuit, so it doesn't work. So I was really pleased about that. Luckily, I'm able to use an amazing principle of thermodynamics called convection, and uh, I, 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 I've got a below-ground basement that just remains cool. And Glorious. All I got to do is open windows up and let and up, up, you know, on the top floor, and. And reverse a fan to give it, uh, uh, you know, an oomph. And uh, yeah, we were also. I got a lot of shade, so I'm. I'm. That's uh, as as one discovers in the desert. Shade's your friend. You've got it made in the shade. Uh, but see, I don't, I don't like the sunshine because I can't hide my flab when it's ninety degrees out. So in the winter, I put on like three layers of clothing and a jacket. But then in the summer, I I can't help but wear a t-shirt or just a, a button-up short sleeve. And I'm reminded, oh, I'm not, I haven't been really been taking care of myself <laughs> when I look in the mirror. This is, a, there's a weird principle with me. I, I, uh-huh. it was, I had to remind myself to wear shorts today, but I, I still, the, the more sunny it is, the more clothes I wear. As you see, I'm wearing yeah, a jacket. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm in, I'm wearing a jacket indoors. I love I, it. And I turned the thermometer down to 65. Yeah, it was so, it was the, the, a weird phenomena is coming across the country. Um, and it's uh, grief therapy. The left didn't have a really great 24 hours between around 7 a.m. Thursday to about 7 a.m. Uh, Friday. No, they did not. The, the, the Supreme Court reaffirmed the Second Amendment of the Constitution that it does say bear, not not uh, keep. Uh, I'm sorry, keep is part of and, and bear are, are inextricably linked because it's right there in the 
Constitution. And then on Friday, they said the Constitution doesn't say anything about uh, the word abortion is not in the Constitution. It's not enumerated and all that. And so I actually saw on, on one five-lettered network yesterday, they were on air. Because I, I, I have a, a person on the inside. And this is a person who's undergone a tremendous political shift. And they, they grew up with the left sort of assuming that somebody that looks like this person and is gendered as a birthing person like this person should think a certain way. And, and this person freely admits it's open doors that their resume normally would not, but they're still who they are. And so I had, I had pinged person and said, you know, well, you guys are having quite the meltdown. And person said, literally grief counselors were in MSNBC on Friday. <laughs> Seriously. Not metaphorical grief counselors. They literally had to shoot out emails to the weekend staff um, and and the, the, the weekday staff about that. They went on the air yesterday. By Sunday, they had a grief counselor as a guest talking to the left about you're in denial and the whole thing. Right now you're in denial. Now you're going to be negotiating with God and, you know, whatever. And, and uh, so there was sporadic demonstrations here in Seattle. They were marching, as that always does something. So this is the state of America. You need grief counselors. Because you disagree with the Supreme when Court. When the Supreme <laughs> Court decides yeah. that policy should be more closely aligned with the will of the people. <laughs> yeah. That's what you when need they grief counselors. Send issues back to the voters in the states, um, you know, and, and the whole thing. Uh, back in a second, AM 770 KTTH. You're listening to a Brian Suit Show replay on AM 770 KTTH. here and the audio is, is really unclear but as uh, biden was leaving the g7 summit the uh, president macron there, there was sort of a uh, informal uh, walkabout and macron i mean physically walked fast and caught up to biden and said mr mr president uh, mr joe hey and then and he started talking to him uh, and and he effectively said listen uh, i i talked to he said mbz um, to uh, Mohammed bin Salman, the uh, titular head of Saudi Arabia, the crown prince, um, uh, until his dad dies, then he'll be the actual king, and uh, and the whole thing. So so he said, "Let's listen." I talked to to MBZ. Um, I talked to uh, Saudi Arabia and the UAE about just increasing their oil production, and because uh, this this is apparently news to Biden. You know, new, uh, Biden's going to go to Saudi Arabia and he's going to beg the Saudis to increase oil production. And it sounds to me like uh and I don't know if Macron cared or knew that he was on camera uh or that he was within, you know, earshot of of the cameras and the whole thing. There there were some handlers around Biden and they kind of pushed, you know, the media a little bit back, but they're able to step in front and you can read Macron's lips and you can hear him. Because you know the only uh, the way to master English is to uh, speak it slowly and loudly. So that's what he's doing, and and he says, you know, thing one, uh, Saudi Arabia says that they're at maximum production right now, 
and then also the UAE, uh, the United Arab Emirates. So what, what Biden wanted is for them to just, he thinks there's a giant valve. Because, uh, you know, the world's oil market is is a bathtub. And he thinks that there's like 20 faucets or something that goes into it. Even though he's cut the American faucet off, um, he wants the Saudis to turn their faucet up. And what what the information he was given there in, in plain speak out in the open in front of the you know, worldwide media um, was that they're at maximum production right now. And so save the gas. You know, don't don't fly down there. And it's funny, at the very end, uh, Jake Sullivan, uh, who, who is, who is a, a very slimy political reptile, but he's also the national security advisor, um, when, when Biden kind of takes in the information, he, he turns around and starts walking again. Now Macron steps in front of him and grabs his arm and, and is trying to impress on him how serious this is. And that's when Jake Sullivan points at the camera and says, "Okay, let's let's take this inside." And Biden goes, "Yeah, let's take it inside." Um, the, the, this is part of the thing that, that nobody in the American media is going to put together uh, is that Saudi Arabia, the UAE, Venezuela, Iran, Iraq—they're uh, all part of OPEC. You have to be. There's a treaty in OPEC, and you you don't lowball your your fellow treaty member. Um, and so there's production limit agreements. And so they would be breaking that treaty. That's that's what they mean. Could could they increase um, uh, production? Um, sure. Uh, it's also in the treaty, by the way, that you don't attack one of the world's largest refineries with your drones and uh, and and cut your 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 neighbor's production by 50 percent uh, for six months. Like when Iran did that to Saudi Arabia a couple of years ago, that was an act of war. Only because Saudi Arabia couldn't get Egypt's aircraft carriers, see yesterday's show, around in time. Um, but by all, by all rights, uh, everything but the word Saudi Arabia and Iran are at war. And the, the sad reality that Biden has to face is you don't call these guys a pariah state on the campaign trail. And then a year after your president begged them to save your bacon and somehow magically lower the price of worldwide uh, gasoline or, or especially in the United States. And, and this is him avoiding what could help all of you by the end of the week. And by, and by the way, gas prices are going to go way up this weekend. Cause guess what? It's a four day, whatever, three day, uh, 4th of July weekend. He could green light the Keystone pipeline. He could tell the environmental groups, it's not your night. Take the fall. Sorry, but have you ever seen On the Waterfront? Okay, you're Marlon Brando in this one, right? Take the fall. That's that. Pick your fights. This is not a good fight. 2022 is is not the ring you want, you want to get in. He, he's not prepared to do that. He could do this by the end of the day. The, the domestic, when people say, oh, we have to have, have, make sure that we're domestically reliant. We import very little oil. We, we import almost no Saudi oil. There's no dismemberment oil here. But it's part of that bathtub that's the worldwide oil market. It's all one, one market. He could do this. The United States is one of the world's largest oil producers. He could do But we're not producing as much as we could because they lost faith in the future. Because they kept hearing from this old man, ironically, saying the day of fossils as fuel uh, is over. And 
So there, the oil companies have not been in business for 150 years because they're stupid. Um, they're, they're looking at that and they're saying, well, are we an oil company or are we an energy company? Where are we going to make the most money? Well, do we make money when we get a tax break? Yes, it's like a reverse profit. It's instead of making profit from a gap between retail and wholesale, we're making a profit by the taxes uh, that we're not paying. Um, so they're saying, okay, let's let's become an energy company. Let's change our marketing. Let's shut down. When a refinery blows up, let's not repair it. When it's obsolete, let's not uh, upgrade it and the whole thing. That's what he's facing. He could do this tomorrow. I don't know why the Republicans don't say this. Uh, may, maybe they're just bad at foreign policy these days or something. But you could transcribe what I'm saying and spit it out tomorrow. Uh, you know, not that you're going to need a pro, uh, you know a winning margin this November. Republicans are going to win big time. Um, but when they do, I, I really want to see them deliver on this and uh, talk to the Secretary of Energy. Uh, and the Secretary of Transportation, and that's the other thing is you have this this doe-eyed idiot, uh, former mayor of a small town who's now the Secretary of Transportation, couldn't tell you any of what I just said. Um, and uh, yet, speaking of carbon footprint, uh, you know that <clears throat> anywhere the president goes, they take they take Air Force One and the backup. They take those. They take two seven forty sevens. So they're gonna he's gonna fly those to Saudi Arabia. Uh, I have to explain to a guy uh, who high-fives Vladimir Putin. There's a famous gif of him high-fiving Vladimir Putin. Uh, I have to explain to him, well, I was running for office. I had to say you're a pariah state, <clears throat> you know, and the whole thing. But, uh, hey, can you increase uh, uh, your uh, your oil output? And, you know, this, this is where, uh, for all the criticism I have for the guy, the reason I did vote for him in 2020 was because he, he says about Saudi Arabia, look, they just did the biggest weapon buy in American history. They're, and this is why you don't have to say out loud that they're a prize state. They're in our pocket. If, if, we're, not, if we're out producing them, because we're not in OPEC, we have no treaty obligation to not lowball Saudi Arabia. We could do that tomorrow. But why would we want to? Um, because the number one advantage of Saudi Arabia is they're not Iran. <clears throat> um, and, you know, you, you lived through a time, the most tectonic shift in Middle East uh, history. I mean, in all honesty, in the history of the place. I mean, you know, since the Son of God appeared. So anyway, in the last two year, 2,000 years, it's the Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, when he was PM, flying to Riyadh and greeting the king and his son, Mohammed bin Salman. Uh, th that was the peace treaty. There will never be a formal peace treaty. That was the peace treaty. The PM of Israel going to Saudi Arabia? That only Trump could have done that. Uh, you know, I'm not going to take credit away from, from someone who, who, whose credit is due, but he was, he was dead honest about a relationship with Saudi Arabia. And, you know, you're paying the, pe the price of the pump uh, for the ignorance of a guy who won't, won't be honest with it right now. Uh, back in a second, AM 770 KTTH.